Hello friends, welcome to the 8th house of astrology, ruler of occult, magic, mystery, and truth. Join me, Sarah, a developing psychic medium with a scientific mind, and my good friend Eliza, a tarotist and thanatologist, as we explore, through the lens of the tarot, the healing hidden within the deepest and sometimes the darkest corners of the human experience. Yeah, my impulsivity seems to be getting worse, I think. You're sometimes. I think my impulsivity, like my impulsive mm. self, almost seems to be worse on ADD meds, which is kind of, I don't know. I think so. I could be wrong, but. That's interesting. I know. You would think um, it would be better. I know. That's but it was to supposed be. to be better. And it's hilarious <laughs> that we're, we've met to discuss temperance. <laughs> I know. <today. laughs> I'm kind of excited about it, but and I too, I wanted to add sort of a new take on divergent yeah, ne- or neurodivergence because I've sort of come to understand divergent thinking, you know, versus convergent mm-hmm. thinking. And to me, oh, those yes, of us sure. who are neurodivergent, we default towards divergent thinking mm-hmm. when the neurotypical um people mm-hmm. default towards convergent thinking which That's is so following the rules and following the social constructs and it makes sense to them and really the only reason ADHD and autism are a disability is because the the convergent thinkers set the stage for yep. what we're supposed to be doing yeah they're the fact that there isn't a clear answer to almost anything. And so when yeah. you when you approach life with that reality, that we don't actually know this or that. So why right. would I, right. why would yeah, I and we act often, as if we do? And that's what people are willing to do, in my opinion. And I'm just not Yeah, yeah. And we always seem as though we're opposing everybody or oppositional exactly. all the time. And exactly. it's like, no, we have our own code that we're following. Yeah. We're not necessarily converging to the populous yeah let's see talking about temperance so i am temperance the alchemical the blending in in the thoth or toth however you say it um tradition it is called art which makes me think of you know composition the blending of the paints you know making sure it's all like um balanced uh symmetrical things like that moderation um, it is associated with Sagittarius, a fire sign, which is another one where I'm like, why? Why that? And Sagittarius is a very impulsive, um, but very philosophical Ooh. persona or um, archetype or, you know, sign, astrological sign of the Zodiac. And they're represented by the centaur. So it's like the elevated mind on the top and the beast on the bottom. So Mm. it's kind of like they are this one blended being that has both instinct and intellect. um, And it can draw from both. Mm. Mm -hmm. So um, with it being the last 
So it is the last card in the second leg of the fool's journey. So we've gotten a little wonky on our trip here since we started this season with the second to last card on this second leg. So it's a little out, you know, we got a little mixed up there, but so with it being the mental young adult, second leg, middle of life, part of the journey. Um, and the fact that it follows death, mm-hmm. I think this is really neat. It follows death. The hanged man is precedes death. And to me, when I was looking at cards, um, I kept seeing like, there's this whole pool idea. And, you know, in your Carol Bridges, when you talked about the, um, the hanged man, wasn't it? It was vision. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm kind of thinking of these like bookends be, you know, with death in between as this is like the hanged man was like envisioning sort of like the future, whereas this one is almost like a reflection of what's already happened. Yeah. So, yeah. and it's like before you go on to the last leg of the journey when things are like the most intense cards come up. Mm. So I'm just like, why, why is it, why does this card follow death? That seems pretty significant. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll come back to that idea. But yeah. so I just, I wanted to read from, you know, speaking of death, we just lost um, tarot scholar icon who I had the privilege of meeting in a class. Um, Rachel Pollock the one, the author of the Bible of Tarot, 78 Degrees of Wisdom. And so I wanted to read from that. Uh, Temperance indicates the ability to combine spontaneity with knowledge. Kind of like Sagittarius that I was saying. The term temperance means moderation. For most people, this means self-control. The tarot, temperance, however, does not go to extremes simply because extremes are not necessary. Not an artificial inhibition according to moral code, but exactly the opposite, a true and proper response to all situations as they arise. The word temperance derives from the Latin temperare, which means to mix or combine properly. The person who has realized, released his or her inner self is characterized not only by moderation, but an ability to combine the different sides of life. Many people, what's that? Excuse me. I just thought it was interesting to say who's released themselves, Mm -hmm. like released their idea of themselves or not attached. Oh no, I just, uh, you, one of the the last thing you said was release yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to get balance. And I just thought that what, what a divergent way of seeing the world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's one of the hardest things we do. I mean, and what it's really doing is um, that's, that is death. That's, that's death of the oh. self, in my opinion. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the, that is the. So this is the, what is happening as in the aftermath of death. And so it's not necessarily like, so I'm thinking of it like if it's a fool's journey this, that we've experienced the death of, you know, someone in our lives mm-hmm. that we can now reference, but 
maybe it is a death of the ego and here we are in the yeah, next phase. I think it's, I think okay. it's a death of anything solid. Yeah. It's a, of, of any belief that could possibly not be the way that you think it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all been kind of a progression. I can see that now. Um, mm. So this would like get us ready to come back from the death of the self. And then um, it's also kind of the alchemical. So we're transforming so that we can be prepared for those more hard hitting, like death seems like pretty major, but then when we move on, we have things like the devil, uh, you know, corruption, which is yeah. the next card, then um, the tower, oh, uh, yeah. which is like complete annihilation. And it's sort of like of all the structures we know to be true. So I think in a way, like we could think about it paralleling the other legs of the journey, like on a higher or more intense, more complex, multifaceted system. Ooh, Ooh yeah, interesting. Yeah, because I start <laughs> I start bringing in, like you know, like strength was what we started out this leg with. Mm. And then we're going to be starting out with the devil. Yeah. And then, I don't know, there's just so many ways you can think about it. it it's always fascinating. Yeah, well, just in thinking about, too, just how important all of those ideas mm-hmm. are to embody. Yeah. Because if yeah. we really are strength if we really are um you know the guide and the hermit like we can we can handle this yeah we can handle death and then the integration of what we learned in that process of that's right of death and then there's always these like nods to the inner and the outer world you know the person who has released his or her inner self is characterized not only by moderation, but by an ability to combine the different sides of life. Many people can only deal with life by parceling it off into sections. That's funny because I talked about I'm <laughs> becoming able to compartmentalize where that was always difficult for me. Um, <laughs> so maybe my temperance is doing the opposite. Since I'm di- neurodivergent. Yeah. Um, they create one personality for business, another for their private lives, both being false. They consider certain moments and situations to be serious while others are fun and are careful never to smile at a serious subject. Yeah, that's totally neurotypical. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't have those qualities. No. Uh, the people they love are often not the people whom they find sexually attractive. All these separations derive from the inability to take life as it comes moment by moment. So true. Mm-hmm. Temperance combines the elements of life. It blends them. In reality, it combines the elements of the personality so that the person and the outer world will flow together naturally. Ooh. temperance displays the signs of combination all through the image in the classic writer weight um, we see the water being poured from one cup to another the elements of life flowing together notice the lower cup is not directly below the upper so that the picture shows a physical impossibility Ooh. it almost does that lemniscate it almost looks like it's like <gasps> 
you know? I love what you're doing with your hands right now is making mm-hmm. an infinity sign. That's and, a lemniscate. Yeah. Oh, it is? Oh. Yeah. And I that's what I'm that. saying. You're just smarter than me. But the no. cir- but like the part where they where they converge right there in the mm-hmm. middle, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. me, that represents the present moment. Like the, yeah. the part that is ever that is never changing, but yeah, central to the fact that it's if if it didn't exist, we couldn't have all of this polar right. opposites and all this stuff. So and past and future, there is no. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I yeah, it's okay. almost just like a the essence of it or an echo or something, just like leaving. Yes, or just yeah. There's so I, since I'm an, a bat and I use echolocation, I think of everything in terms of like a sound wave or something. Exactly. Well, the <laughs> yeah. reverberation of yeah. thinking something so left field or whatever, and then yeah, there it's almost like oh, there's so many ways to look at. But I'm just laughing at myself because. Dylan and my husband and I literally were having this conversation just the other day. And I was talking about how we were talking about how reality, never mind. It's just like how ever, how impossibility and truth can happen at the same time. Yeah, totally. And that's, it's, it's mind yeah. bending. And so that's what we were talking about. We're like, well, yeah. maybe, maybe the only thing that is real is that little point in the middle that connects the two that always, yeah. It, Anyway, to other people, the temperate person's ability to handle all life's problems with joy appears magical. I'm not sure where the joy <laughs> just popped in from, but um, oh. it's that hedgehog, right? The porcupine. <laughs> exactly. I think of like if you're present in the moment, oh then you can smile at the serious things, too, or right. the somber things. <laughs> Totally. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the conundrum of my entire life is trying to find the joy. And it's for some reason, it's, it's really hard to just like enjoy my life. (laughs) Yeah. So to me, like I would have chosen to say acceptance, right? You know, right. Anyway, yeah. I guess joy to me, and we have talked about this a lot. Mm-hmm. Joy is associated with like ah, kind of overstimulating ideas. So to me, like to say peace or um, tranquility or something sounds better. But right. I think you that know, is acceptance though. Sometimes I think joy and acceptance are are very mm. similar. Interesting. Anyway, I'm I'm loving what um, Rachel has to say. Right. Yeah. Temperance is a card of behavior not concepts, which is kind of what I was saying at one point, like where we're moving more into instead of archetypes, it's like qualities. So the angel in the classic card stands with one foot on land, one foot in water. In a way, it's like the high priestess. Mm -hmm. As the water represents the unconscious. So the land symbolizes the real world. So, um, the temperate personality acting from an inner sense of life links the two realms. The water also indicates potentiality, that is the possibilities of life, while the land symbolizes manifestation or actuality. The temperate person, through his or her actions, brings into reality the wonders sensed by the hanged man. Oh, the angel is mixing the basic duality 
inseparably combining the different sides of life that previously appeared hopelessly alien to each other. Oh, that's a good neurodivergent. I mean, I feel alien alien all the time. The personality released by the fearful experience of death. How interesting. A descent into the underworld of the self can renew life. Wow. Yeah. What? (laughs) Dang. Religiously, the angel symbolizes, so this is from a religious perspective, the angel symbolizes the immortal soul liberated by death. In Christian tradition, the soul will become joined with God after the resurrection. Psychologically, the angel indicates the energy of life, which emerges after the ego's death just like we were saying Hmm. we do not need to perform miracles to sense our connection with the immortal universe we need only be ourselves love that wow yeah i love that and with moderation balance in all things and taking the middle path so don't shave your head eliza no i seriously like i such anxiety that i was like okay i just i want to feel like did it help Yes. Awesome. Yes. Cause now I can just like, it's like, okay, it's a buzz cut. It's not like shaved, but it's like, what? I can feel the uniform like buzz. It's like, ah. Yeah. yeah it's it, very it, soothing. It's so also, I guess it's stimming. Yeah. It also seems like it's like all you have to do is touch it to remind yeah. yourself that you were able to just like let go of a bunch of shit just yeah. by shaving That's it off. Right. That's so. right. I yeah, I definitely like want to do it. <laughs> the card means right action, doing the correct thing in whatever situation arises. Very often this means doing nothing. <laughs> the intemperate person always needs to be doing something, which is wow. like me. <laughs> Dylan, my husband. But yeah. very often a situation requires a person to simply wait. See, I told you it was like the hanged man. The card will sometimes appear as an antidote to cards of recklessness and hysteria or that personality. And and that is definitely like, I could see where that would come in as sort of like an antidote for the Sagittarius because they are the very impulsive. um, They'll just speak what they think, like, you know, without restraint. Um, So I think it's like one of those things where, it's the counteraction to the yeah. tendency. Yeah. Temperance yeah. signifies mixing disparate elements together, blending activities and feelings to produce a sense of harmony and peace. See, that's what I would say instead of joy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In temperance, this is because the person lacks the inner awareness to know what is appropriate to a situation. <laughs> There's that neurodivergent <laughs> thing again. Yeah. Like who's to say what's appropriate? Exactly. Though? Yeah. Temperance reversed can act as a warning that you have allowed your life to become fragmented and that you're sliding from one extreme to another. It can, in fact, indicate failure in the great task of letting old habits and fears die away into the past. On a simple level, the reverse temperance tells us to calm down 
and avoid extremes. Now that's never a good idea to tell someone to calm down. (laughs) It sends us back to strength to begin that long, sometimes painful, sometimes frightening, but always essentially joyous process of death and rebirth. So I have like some short passages and I'd like to just go ahead and get those out. Um, Go for it. Okay. So from the dark goddess, um, we have alchemy is what's called temperance. And it's represented by the Irish um, Brigid, the goddess. Mm-hmm. She's, she's a smithcraft. So she structures and sanctifies a relationship with primal fire, asking for strength and intelligence in return. The smith, the craftsperson, takes the elements into his or her hands to forge something new, useful, and meaningful. So when she appears... The situation is improved by adding a combination of skill and attention. Difficult feelings require expression, not suppression. Keen your grief. You know, like that's the singing they did in Ireland. The, mm. um, speak your rage. Forge your purpose. Pull the personal pain out of your soul for the fuel to make something tangible from it. Oh, I love that. Mm. Show the world what it is and what it should be. And maybe that's why it's art. Bring your regular practice to another level through the implementation of a grander vision and a deeper desire. Hmm. Find inspiration in the elemental world. Observe the will and the dance of fire. Sense the mystery and Sagittarius is a fire sign. Sense the mystery and the wisdom of water. Bring balance into your life. If you Feel too withdrawn, add activity, stretch your legs, your arms, your neck, your mind. If you feel too busy, add quietude. Turn off the music, the program, the monologue, the lights. Balance is not a static, but a living process. It is measured flow, a graceful dance performed every day. Mm -hmm. So nice. So the guardian of the night. Temperance brings a gentle flow of energy to a situation as it creates space for energies to come together and combine without friction. When in temperance, you can understand the many sides of a problem without feeling dragged down or overwhelmed. Temperance is a space of complete and total control over your emotions and actions. So it makes me think of, I meant to bring up being regulated. So maybe we can go back to that idea. Mm. Mm-hmm. you you know since you yeah have some experience with that yeah you, sensory based regulation is that what you're talking about yeah or yeah. you know meditation and mindfulness and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you may have an overflowing to-do list with new tasks added daily with a myriad of personalities and egos bombarding you and challenging your sanity so just shave your head no I'm kidding right. so coming at you from left and right situations are demanding your attention and yet Somehow you have managed to stay on top of it all and unfrazzled. You are taking it all in stride, not letting things slip by or go unfinished. It is all about moderation and striking a balance of feeling connected and in control of your emotions. Suppose you have been dealing with a difficult or emotional situation. Temperance may arrive as a warning, like if you got it in a reading, and indicates that a move to the middle away from an extreme or rigid position will prove beneficial. Hmm. And this, the guardian of the night is um, uh, based, it's an animal, 
based um, deck. And so this is the frog because it's in and out of water, growth, balance, prosperity, transformation, good fortune. And then there's another one. The Pacific Northwest is represented by um, it's a Pacific Northwest tarot deck. I love it. Um, it's my favorite part of the country. <laughs> so it's um, a Western painted turtle. Um, and I love it. It's just talking about the turtle um, able to come in and out of her shell. And the shell sort of represents that stasis, you know, like mm-hmm. that calm place where she can go in and out. Mm. Um, and then the Santa Muerta deck. So I'm just hitting some highlights. The Santa Muerta deck was the one with the pregnant dead. Yep. <laughs> and so this card, it's it's about protection, healing, and circulation. So I just loved that that phrase, this the circulation aspect of it. I was oh. like, wow, it is circulating somehow. Yeah. So um from Falarcos. Uh this is cool. My love, place them here. Everyone has gathered, and finally each thing can have its place. Down at the halfway point, the red and white balloons are dedicated to the gods that walk with us. Candles lit for ideal exchange. Cosmic order through communication. Stand at the liminal crossing. Hold the threshold open for consciousness to change perspective. Nobody leave. Find the balance of delight. Mm, nobody leave. Yeah. Ooh, it sounds like yin yoga. <laughs> oh. Because you have to stay. I mean, the idea is you're yeah. holding a pose. And that's really, I mean, it is. It, it is. It, the concept is very similar. And the process of finding temperance is very much yeah. in um, alignment with, the, with what yin yoga helps us yeah. with. But, totally wow. interesting do you want to talk more about that right now oh i have just sure. a couple more yeah i mean no 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 that's okay i mean i i'm assuming you're gonna ask me my thoughts eventually and then i'll <laughs> yeah i have like three more blips cool. <laughs> okay um the interim tarot in a cure centric culture of magic pills and quick fixes it is easy to forget that in so many cases, there is no cure, only care. This card exemplifies stillness, balance, and calm. Peace radiates deeply within in a symbiotic sinking, a unique body to the world, quiet and thoughtful. Temperance exerts the most control with the least effort in moderation (laughs) and respite. Wow. Because it follows death, It is inescapably a rebirth and a recovery card after an abject shock or change an intense or painful transition temperance offers a sublime and compassionate moment of serenity and lulls even radiates health and vitality. The body recuperates in reprieve. That's so good. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. All right, let, let me do the rest and then I'll come right back. Um, the crone tarot. A knight cloaked figure walks a slim green path shining. She builds the power to create that living path within herself through drawing in and combining imposing, opposing powers. 
She does not burn in the fire, nor does the ice cut her. Neither does she put out the fire nor melt the ice. Her intent is not to diminish nor to submit to these powers, but to use both consciously and creatively. Temperance is a dynamic process, a moving magic, and it makes a life full of meaning. Meaning is not found in one thing or another, but in the being that connects them. You, you are the one to bring beauty to life. You are the one to walk your path. You know about opposition. You have seen both sides of the coin. You know the hunger of fire and the bite of ice, but you do not let their powers consume you. You know the boundaries of earth and sky, but you do not let them pin you in place. You have a living power. Use it now in every step you take. Wow. Nice. The only other thing I just want to say was test the water. I don't think that was said anywhere. Um, Test the water. Yes. That's what like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is um, what the thing that I wanted to read from um, Carol Bridges is like, accept no theories until you've tested them out. Life is your opportunity to try not to accept. That kind of feels like testing the water to me. Like, yeah. Try on a belief. You know, we've talked yeah. about this before. And that is the neurodivergent way. Of right. And if you, and when you find yourself marrying yourself to an idea or a belief, that's when you might want to, you know, red flag, right. red flag, because you're soon going to be attached to something that might not actually be true or real. And then yeah. that's when and death you... happens. You have like the process mm-hmm. of when you're attached or, yourself to something so much. Or the next two cards being the temptation of mm. something that you might become chained to. <gasps> oh, yeah. You know? Well, you know what I was thinking this. And then after that, the tower. Like everything crumbling because you're so attached to this structure, you know? Right. And that's the thing is that opportunity for temperance is to really like, and I think it's so interesting too, that it's after death. Because if you think about, because when you were, when you were just reading through those passages, I'm thinking to myself, it sounds a lot like the fool. It sounds a lot like fool energy. But then I saw that somewhere. Oh, really? But then here, here the fool is coming into a second opportunity mm-hmm. with all of these life lessons behind the behind them you know I like yeah. it's so it's almost like I don't well it's know. almost like the infinity sign it's where the fool dies and meets itself in the rebirth you know yeah or it's yeah I don't know um I I you know the word that um comes up a lot in Carol Bridges description of this card is integration, like Mm -hmm. integrating what you've, I guess what you've learned. I don't know. I I suppose I could um, just read this part. Yeah. It's much easier. That's why I do it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Remember experience is a test of ideas in your practice. Shoot at some definite mark. That's the part that confuses me. Like why do that? Like why shoot for a definite mark? When once we get there, we're just going to have to throw out the idea that it's definite. Like what's interesting to me is that that exact phrase has just come up recently. Miss hmm. the mark. Mm. And I think it's interesting when um, 
Sagittarius is the archer. That's right. And I'm thinking of like an artist and how they have to be precise and, you know, maybe a paintbrush. So maybe in that way. Well, it's almost like you're shooting for a mark, but you're not accepting that that's the only place you have to get to or something. I don't know. I'll maybe keep... it'll explain it when yeah, you go maybe. <laughs> um, and then so in your practice shoot at some definite mark except no theories until you've tested them out life is your opportunity to try not to accept act and then evaluate mm, maybe that's what it's about it's like the mm. the okay. energy behind the intention or the because that's yes. a very Sagittarius thing like the archer like if you have no idea and you don't try like they're right. saying, you know, right. how would you even know what to shoot for? Like, exactly. You got to like have this idea what okay, going for this and then right. it's like dissipates in temperance. I don't right. Know. We've talked about this countless times, I think, because I remember because this is a this is a big the- um, theme in my life where I have a really hard time believing in anything because I don't want yeah, to. And then. But then you're afraid you'll be stuck and then right. you can't change your mind. And then or it's like, what will people think of you? Right. <laughs> yeah. Or it's more like for me, it comes down to like, but there's probably something more accurate to believe or more meaningful to believe. So like, I don't believe anything so, until so I know like I'm you and I are like, <laughs> you and I are like, oh my God, I don't want to be too accurate. Cause then I'm like, you know, what if yeah. there's other options right by it? You know. <laughs> but I think this is part of the lesson, you know, is that you've got to believe something or shoot for something. Yeah. Otherwise, like you're not trying. The yeah. Conviction behind something. True. Um, so it says, go toward the promise at the rainbow's end. You, as an individual, choose your direction, your every action. Yet you are an indivisible. You are indivisible from the whole. The cosmic will works through you. Yet you must assume total responsibility for every thought and action. You are guided. You have a mission and a purpose, yet you function with complete free will as an independent agent. You are constantly channeling the universal life force into the world through your patterns of thought and image. You are the actor, and I, temperance, and the integrator of your actions. Hmm. Take time for me, temperance. The divine blending happens automatically wherever you, whenever you relax. There that word is again. Stop telling me to relax. It's almost like, <laughs> it's almost like the magician meets the hanged man or something. It's like mm. intention, but then let it go. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's hard to do. <sighs> yeah. Um, but probably a lot easier if you had learned all of the lessons leading up to death, (laughs) you know? So it depends. Like temperance could be like a really good indicator of how you had integrated all of those archetypes on your way to realizing that things end. And what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? (laughs) No big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, so interesting. Yeah, it totally brings back feelings of like being, you know, death anxiety, being afraid Mm -hmm. of what happens when it does end. 
And I guess it just really speaks to that. You know, like you do shoot for like a goal, Mm -hmm. an overall goal in your life and you attain that goal. And then it's like, then it dies, Mm -hmm. you know, with you. And then what does it leave? And then what's there? And it's an opportunity for a new, like it's saying, the rebirth, the blending, the assimilation, the integrating of sort of the spirit and the intention or something. Yeah. Do you want to talk more about yin yoga or self or uh, regulation? Because I definitely think regulation is. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, you know, as far as I mean, what regulation really means is like just this idea that when it comes to sensory regulation, you know, how how does one feel at ease in their body or um, as if the whatever we are constantly receiving and processing sensory information, whether we're aware of it or not. And some of us are aware that we're receiving sensory information. Some of us are aware that we're receiving it from eight different um, types of information at a time and processing it in eight different parts of our brain and our bodies at a time. And so, and that's what I think neurodivergent, um, I think it extends physically to where those of us who are um, by default divergent experiencers where we're more willing to accept a greater amount of information as relevant to us. You see what I'm saying? Isn't that interesting? I do. And I, I don't even know if it's conscious. No. To me, I've learned that the the brain wiring can be completely like all jumbled. So yes. it's almost like a traffic jam or like, a, a you know, the wires are all tangled. So it's like, of course, everything's like, well, you know, because. Yeah, well, that's where awareness comes in, I think, because. The more awareness you have. The more you're able to hold if it's awareness mm-hmm. that you've integrated into your experience. And so I guess what I'm saying is like those of us who are highly sensitive or Mm-hmm. are considered to have sensory processing disorder. Really, I I think we're just people who are able to hold a lot more information in our bodies. That's so true. So and, like, I, even- I, and like you said, going back to like, I heard a great thing one time listening to um, something at my last internship where I was sat in on a, a meeting about autism and somebody autistic themselves piped up at the end and was like, um, you know, I don't think the problem is us needing to ask for accommodations. I think that ideally the world just needs to accommodate. Yeah. Or <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, it's so simple, <laughs> but true. I know. But it's yeah, it's the whole thing of um, I mean, if you don't have, if you're not, sometimes I think it's like I would like to have those sort of sensory rooms where you could go and regulate when you're not bombarded because that can make you shut down. It can make you function poorly. And that's what they're forming the basis 
on is that we don't function typically. And Mm -hmm. it's because, Hey, you try having like, let me just spray a fire hose at your face while I talk to you. That's what it's like. You know, like I'm hearing, like for me, it's all jumbled up into the hearing Mm -hmm. and COVID didn't help that. So it's like, everything goes through my sense of hearing and it's almost to the point where it's painful. It's like, I'm seeing, I'm hearing what I should be seeing, feeling, receiving the information. And it's all just feels like this giant, painful, stabbing, buzzing. And it's really hard to hold a conversation while I can hear the refrigerator, the TV in the other room, the, the electronics, the, um, the lights, the, um, you know, the, the engines, the power tools, like it's just, and I can't filter anything out. So it's like, yeah, we can hold a lot. And I just wanted to speak to that as far as when I was little, I used to draw antennas on everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's like, that just tells you, I thought the whole world was like me. And then I received like, Right. An antenna, you know? <laughs> but when you think about it too, though, like you would have to be aware, like you were just saying, like, I can hear the TV and I can hear that this, like you can, mm-hmm. you, you know where it's coming from because you're aware of it as it's happening, mm-hmm. as it's happening. That is, yeah. that is present moment awareness. So if you think about it, if we're all striving to be present moment experiencers, someone like mm-hmm. you who is getting all this information and is told, I mean, I need to be able to temper it. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, I think that's part of the process of it, but I also think it's just so interesting that we're supposed to be these, um, you know, disabled individuals, but at the same, I, I see us as just literally extra sensory, you know, and we, and we're, we hold more things in our awareness. We are, we have the capacity to be aware of more things that are happening in our present moment than than mm-hmm. the, the uh, typical person. I can like, see how yeah. it can become disordered because that's my experience is that I start to shut down like body systems. I think the, um, the fight or flight response or freeze or what, or fawn or whatever, um, is heightened because I'm just constantly in this heightened state of I'm in danger, this sort of survival feeling in my body because of all the input. And it's like, I don't know how to effectively integrate it. But the thing that I was wondering myself is, is it that, but what if the world was set up in a way that we were Mm -hmm. all, we had the space to Mm -hmm. have whatever experience we were having. Like, I think that the disorder is, socially constructed by yeah paradigm you're right and that's I guess that's where I was saying like that's where my uh rejection dysphoria my rejection sense it that's where I feel like nobody gets it because that's the type of thing I've tried and tried and tried and tried and tried to everybody in my life you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. significant or not in all contexts, I've tried to advocate for my needs in that way. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, huh, I don't get it. And yeah. or even if they say they get it, they don't get it. Right. You know, because then they turn around and do the thing that I said really freaks me out and causes me to, you know, it's like, okay, <laughs> you don't get it. Um, So it just causes me to withdraw. And I'm like, okay. And I know there's, 
it's a spectrum. So it's like, there's all different types. There's people who have like, I hope you don't mind me saying, but like, you know, where you're not as aware of, or you've suppressed your physical cues, like that you have to go to the bathroom and you, and and you've, you've conditioned yourself to deny it. Um, right. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> right. You said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said I hope you don't mind me bringing this up. Oh but... no, I mean, yeah. yeah. But is that and that's the thing is like is that because I've learned not to put it into my awareness or is mm-hmm. that just a mm-hmm. physical is my bot do do I just not can I just not tell when I have to go pee or whatever. Right. I think it's a, a I think it's a blend. I think right. it's like both. Yeah. I think it's the external and the internal. And mm-hmm. that the external is just not set up for us, like you're mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. So pretty much when it comes to self-regulation, the answer, I mean, everybody literally, you know, it, it achieves self-regulation um, uniquely, which is an interesting thing. I mean, we all have, um, you know, our bodies all share certain characteristics, but the way we take in sensory input, process it. I mean, even though, you know, some people may have um, sensory processing differences that are significantly different than the more typical people, that doesn't take away from the fact that every single body requires a different level of input. path path to... Yeah. yeah. So we're, I mean, so like we're all, and so that's why I'm part of me wonders if those of us who are can ease could become overstimulated, um, just are more aware in oh, general. Sure. Yeah. I have antenna that you see. Right. So, yeah. So I'm like, what maybe that's why I had to shave it. I'm so, like, what if neurotypical people maybe it was trying to shave off? <laughs> Maybe my hair was the antenna. Oh my God, that's so true. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I just wonder if if people learned to become more aware again of their bodies, you know what I mean? Like, would they too become, um, I don't know. I I really don't know. But I'm wondering if we're just like more advanced um, being aware of, the process of sensory integration. I definitely, as it's I definitely can attest to that. I mean, there's this whole theory that like it's becoming more prevalent, yeah. you know, but right. I don't, I, I think it's just that we're learning to identify it yeah. better. Um, I think so too. But either way, I, I do think it's an adaptation um, of humans to, um, and I think that, uh, think nothing, allow all thoughts to pass through your mind without stopping. Don't analyze or criticize. And if a thought comes, think thinking, I mean, just say to yourself, Oh, I'm thinking. And then let the words go by. I mean, that right there is the definition of present moment of a yeah. present moment uh, meditation. That's what meditation is. That's what you're doing. You're just, mm-hmm. you're just sitting in the moment, trying to just like relax there while letting any thoughts or whatever pass you by. So it's interesting to me that that she's saying that space where we can just be comfortably in whatever is happening right yeah. now. Yeah. It sounds so simple and yet it's yeah. it's not. Yeah. 
I mean, it's not. <laughs> right. Otherwise, I mean, that's what I'm saying. A lot happier. Like, when it feels like somebody is spraying a fire hose at your face. Exactly. You can't yeah. just go, okay. Right. I'm okay. Well, like, that's you the, just, it's really hard. It's really hard. But the, the truth is you can. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's also very much. I feel like that is masking. That is masking because well, you're really not okay. I think there's a difference between masking and regulating. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. But that's, so I, yeah. I feel like we definitely, like maybe you're avoiding going to the bathroom is a form of masking where, mm. you know, your body has told you to do this and you're like, no, I must not because I need to conform <laughs> to the social constraints. Right. Hmm? So I don't know, maybe you can be, talk about like the preparedness yeah. of the mindset of sobriety or presence totally. of mind to yeah. avoid what we'll be talking about next episode. Right. And honestly, we've touched upon it already. It's that attaching to an idea that may one day be hard to let go of. That's yeah. really what it comes down to. It's either it's we get, and this is really coming from, um, Buddhist philosophy, which is just that, you know, first of all, being alive means, or being human means suffering, you know, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to, like, that's the thing is, we can suffer, uh, suffer just meaning that we're going to be met with things we don't understand. Um, and the way that we try and control that is by um, setting things in stone that we can attach ourselves to like um, and that's where that's in my opinion that's where that's where any addiction comes from it's the uncomfortableness it's trying to avoid the uncomfortable reality that something isn't going the way we think it's supposed to be going or we're spending our time so that that would be grasping you know there's yeah yeah. It's either grasping for something that you don't think you have yet, exactly, mm -hmm. or avoiding that which you think is. So this hair thing, mm -hmm. I remember you saying last time, so we decided that I was more of a grasper because I need to do something, you know, I need oh, to. Oh, right. And mm -hmm. I feel like my doing something versus not doing anything or it was not it's sort of like my temperance or my regulation drew me to stop the thing I was literally grasping at. I kept messing with my hair because I kind of go, it's sort of an OCD thing where like I kept trimming it and trimming it more and trimming it. And then it ends up really messed up. And I'm like, not happy with people when they fix it at the mm -hmm. salon. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to do it myself. So I took matters into my own hands. And so that is definitely grasping, but the result is shedding to nothingness right. and having right. nothing and having nothing to grasp anymore. So yeah. it's very like liberating because right. I'm then avoiding grasping. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think you, in a way pra we're practicing an act of temperance because you're I like, do too. Yeah. yeah. That's why I've talked about it because I was like, wow, I think I was doing a strange aspect of blending qualities that I was yeah. experiencing. Yeah. And you wouldn't have integrated that knowledge without testing it out first. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
Yeah, so- I was literally testing it as I was like, you know, what if I what if I went short? I was like cutting it, and then I'm like, why don't I just go ahead and complete the task? You know. Yeah. And so all yeah. of these, all of the um, kind of what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um thinking about it afterwards and thinking like, why did I do that? And how is it helping Mm. me? Those I feel are the actions you were taking doubts, maybe. Well, not even just doubts, but just thinking about it. Like, Oh, you're like, I think that I think it was good for me or whatever. Like Mm. to me, that's the integration process. Oh, and that's so interesting because that was when I first started, I, I said how I was seeing in cards where it's like a reflective state. So it's like reflecting on, exactly yeah Yeah. and I think and try and then we're never going to do it and we're never going to accomplish anything so right and so I have anything to reflect on (laughs) yeah so if you think about it I mean and that can be can lay the foundation for every struggle or every challenge yeah so maybe it's basically just opening yourself and yeah releasing releasing the arrow you know yeah interesting wow, this was a really, I feel like we could have two episodes on temperance and I didn't even know that. Like I didn't, I wasn't even really, I didn't know what to talk about. That's why I had so many passages (laughs) Yeah, because I think that you and I are not the most temperate personalities. (laughs) So it's probably one that was kind of like the emperor when we surprised ourselves and we were like, Oh, I guess I do (laughs) relate to the emperor. Yeah. Um, I wanted to write, I wanted to read something I wrote yesterday because I feel like I'm always, I mean, I'm always writing things down, but it always seems like they have, maybe someone else is thinking about it. So I said, I could never quite land anywhere as far as what I could do with my life to best utilize my skills to support a thriving humanity while also attempting to keep my head above water financially and actually enjoy the effort because I just know it's exactly where I want to be and then I said um then like I can say something like that but then immediately the voice in my head says all this because you think you need to know exactly where you want to be about that but yes I was thinking about like why am I feeling because it's the process it's not the outcome yeah that's what I was like why because I'm constantly in the state of not quite joyous or not quite satisfied I'm, i just live in this constant yeah. state of me like, too there's probably something else i should be doing or thinking or you know. yeah i guess that's why i have my um oppositional <laughs> reaction to joy because i'm like i don't You're, trust that yeah <laughs> i get that yeah. yeah so i pulled a card did you <gasps> no but i will i got my deck right here okay. in front of me second to last second to last yeah so it'd be the queen the queen of wands okay queen okay okay so that's cool we got the queen and the ace the ace is like the spark of that suit of that whole idea of the fire of the fire element which is creativity and energy and um okay inspiration yeah and she kind of oversees all that she's the we talked about her in one of our last Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd love for you to read it, though, whatever you want to do. Um, sure. So the prayer for this card, she likes to give a prayer. This is my peak of excellence in living a spiritual truth. I'm able to give of my wisdom to others who come my way. 
I empower others by encouraging their own talents and abilities, giving opportunity to the potential within them. I'm going to move on to the lesson of the card. You are adept in the use of your creative, sexual, spiritual energy. They are all yeah, one that's of the same. Wands, yeah. Okay. You have gained access to power. Your challenge is to handle it humbly, considering the good of all, which to me, temperance is like, it, it is a power. Because if you can yeah. actually hold the balance between such yeah, you know, yeah. polarizing ideas. Deck, the druid craft tarot has um there's a word i can't pronounce but it's like old welsh that's um but the temperance person is sort of like a witch sorceress type where she's blending and has a cauldron and all that stuff you know and it's oh yeah definitely an alchemical yeah Mm -hmm. it says this is the prime of your energy you've taken the wild energy of youth into mature forms of expression. The more you've truly expressed the energy of self within you, the more youthful vitality you take into physical maturity. Well, that's definitely the ace. Right. Oh, okay. So yeah, like the connection is like totally what. Yeah. You d- it says, don't deny yourself. Merely find the right channel for ongoing expanding expression, which is interesting because that's kind of what we're saying. Like, yeah. Don't the whole what channeling is thing. Don't deny self. Hmm. This is the lesson you've learned and must encourage others to learn. Each has an individual way. Be aware and bring forth and bring yeah. forth. Interesting. So what's interesting to me is that it seems like we're being asked to blend the initiating spark of the wands element, that fiery um, creative I can't explain it in any other way. Like the wands to me is spirit and creativity and like spark of intention, maybe like a seed yeah. of intention. Maybe? Yeah, definitely like that magician-y type vibe. And, yeah. and with the queen, it's just, or the power lodge in this deck, it's the um, sort of the harnessing and managing and and knowledge and knowing how to regulate and so it's like if we're blending things it's almost like i'm taking this to like blend that sort of beginner's luck type thing and then the advanced um practiced practitioner type ability so it's like blending those two parts of is is what we're being asked to talk about you know like take the that innocent part that just blurts stuff out that impulsive part of you that's um the beginning of this element yeah and mix it with the established yeah or even i want to say like don't forget the power of the initial spark of what fueled the reason you're even here in the first place being able to share this knowledge with others oh that's so interesting she's almost like that goal the mark you know yeah so this is like the the arrow interesting oh my gosh so now you're you're making me just feel like like even like the answer isn't um was this idea gonna get me somewhere the answer is this idea is possible in everyone let's show them how to get there in their own way 
Yeah. Instead of saying, you know, this spark of an idea led me to this moment. Now let me teach you how right. I did it. Right. You know, it's like, no, like, yeah, here's a, here's a possibility for you guys to try and experience the way that I did and make your everyone own- has their own experience. <sighs> yeah. Wow. See, that's it's super like- cool. Like, cause yeah. it's like basically the beginning to the end of, of an element that we just both pulled. Right. Interesting. Um, minus the king or whatever that is in that deck but um Hmm. and i definitely always see you as the queen of wands oh i feel like you said that before yeah yeah so i think um it's it's giving me a cool feeling about temperance because it's like it's that process it's the whole suit it's the whole progression and it's from from the thought of I must make that mark to hitting the mark or whatever from the try to the achieve from, you know, and it's definitely bringing to mind that infinity symbol and that converging spot. Totally. Well, speaking of self-regulation, I just want to do a little plug for um, this program that we have starting in on July 1st, my sister and I in um, the present AF club. So it's www.presentaf.club, which is free. It's a free community for um, just getting curious about um, how, well, it's really, it's not specific to alcohol, but um, it's really just getting curious about how things like um, alcohol that we might use quite regularly um, affects how we feel and choices we make. And it's really more about just being present but in July we're doing a um, 30 day like take a break and and see how it feels and what comes up for you um, 30 days without without alcohol and it's like I think it's gonna be awesome so that interests you yeah yeah but yeah yeah awesome thanks next time next up the devil (laughs) 